Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's going on with Silent Hill 2? We finally got some gameplay footage for it. I feel like a lot of people were waiting to see this thing in motion to be like, okay, does it actually look disappointing? Is it actually as bad as it's going to be? Blue, but don't have the best track record. There are fans of that dev, including myself. Um, shout out to Observer. They've got some games in there that I didn't mind. Um, but I feel like now that we've seen Silent Hill 2 in motion, um, Sai, what are you thinking? I was, I was waiting to get your thoughts on Cam. Oh, man, I just said to you before we start recording, I've watched it like three times. I don't know what my thoughts are. Like, what's <laughs> going on? Like, another thing that you didn't mention there is that it ends with in development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone's We're figuring like, this out. So sure that it was coming out this year, maybe, or something like that. N- not even a window, just kind of no. like, it's a game that's being made. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the presentation of what they chose to show us is alarming. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you lead out the gate with your game party trailer is a few seconds of, you're like, okay. Music's nice, and then there's just like, bam, bam, combat, 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 combat. Yeah. It's like, um, okay. I couldn't shake it kind of feeling like a fan mod. Like, I, was, mm. I get that they're chasing the Resident Evil 2 hype. Like, I've already seen people comparing, like, the way that James holds a pistol to the yeah, way that Leon holds a pistol. Yeah, he's like, the shotgun, and he's like... Yeah, it's yeah, like, way more military. The opening of the door that got me, I thought, that's so Resident Evil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, even that animation. But it's like trying to chase that, which I guess you would do if you were nakedly just trying to, you know, reboot Silent Hill and do Silent Hill 2 as the fan favorite one, and do it like Resident Evil, but there's something about the general um, fidelity of the animation or like the way that James was moving around. Well, like, <sighs> if you told me that was a fan mod of the original Sound Hill 2 that they'd retextured and just threw the camera behind him, um, I would believe you. Like, and I don't mean to slag off Bluebird. Like, I've had a decent enough relationship with their games over the years, but it is kind of fascinating seeing that a lot of the negative, the people who were quite negative on it from the start were pretty much right. I think it's 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 difficult, right? Because if you look at Bloober's track record and the games they've made, the closest to this, I'd say, is the medium that they put out mm-hmm. a few years mm-hmm. ago, which similarly was evoking that kind of classic survival horror style. You know, sometimes it was over the shoulder, sometimes it was fixed perspective. It reminds me of the uh, clunkiness in that, which I think that game got away with because it was very much an indie title. Mm. It was very much something smaller scale than a AAA game, but with this being Silent Hill 2, and with us having the kind of um, relationship that we have with games like Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 2, other Mm. big remakes, Mm. I think the expectations are just that much higher. I think this was just another Bloober Team game. Everyone, including myself, might be a little bit more forgiving with it, but the fact that it's this big franchise and the expectations are naturally and rightly so bigger, I think that's where a lot of mm. the kind of, ooh, this is not looking like the game I want it to be comes <laughs> from. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that some of the clunkiness and some of the jankiness of the animations and stuff, that's probably what you want. 
Because Silent Hill 2 is not about, it's not an action game. No, that's true. He's just a dude with a pipe or whatever. It's not, he's not meant to be, you know, an action hero. So he's not going to have reap what you sell. It looks a little bit weird in terms of the combat. For me, it was just the choice of like, hey, look, it's got quick time events Mm. and something spewing goo on you. And I was like, (laughs) that bit was rough, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like, I don't know about this, guys. But yeah, just the general visuals are just. They're not up to par, but it is in development. Yeah. Our release window, we have no idea this could be really early in dev. Like, Another thing as well is like when they initially showed off, I think it was initially the teaser where they showed James Sunderland just sort of Southern, like just looking upset. Fog and yeah, and they showed the bit where they showed his facial animation. And he was like, oh my God, I'm so upset. And it was like, you are front loading the stuff that is meant to be more towards the back end when you figure out the reality of what mm. that story is, etc. But now that we've seen more gameplay, there is a bit where he's walking through a corridor and just written on the wall, it says, reap what you sow. Mm. And it's just like, we are like, again, they are front that stuff yeah. like that's kind of not the point of the way that story is supposed to go um, you're not necessarily supposed to know his state of mind let's say until later on mm-hmm. um, even though you can pick on it um, you know based on the IP that it's in yeah. but like the way that it's shaken out that just for me it's a really on the nose version of that game's message yeah I definitely get that you know I'm looking forward to it it's Silent Hill I'll be there <laughs> day one I don't even mind if they change these things around you know I'm all for that in remakes yeah. part of the reason Same. why I love yeah, Resident Evil totally. 4 is that they do change things around I'm not beholden to the original because I've thankfully got that on PlayStation 2. I can just go back and play it. That said, do I think it looks good? Not really, you know, not really. Because I agree with what Sai was saying there when you were talking about, obviously it's a gameplay trailer, they're going to show off gameplay, but front-loading Silent Hill 2 with this much combat, and mm. combat that doesn't even look all that compelling, yeah. it does kind of mm. feel to me like you're missing the point. Like, if I was just going off this... Um, trailer, having not played and experienced and loved the original, mm-hmm. I'd think it was just a game about shooting the um, Silent Hill nurses or right. shooting those the, legs, the leg the monsters, legs. which yeah. are so scary folk. still in the PlayStation 2 game, yet did not have any of that menace no, totally. this time around. And then you add in like the clunkiness of the animations, the um, the, the kind of crap sound effects and sound design overall. <laughs> I'm not completely down on it, just as a combat show-off, I wasn't convinced that one, Silent Hill 2 even needed more combat. No. And two, if you were going to include it, this would be the thing to win me over and sell it as an action game. I mm-hmm. did like some of the environmental design, you know, not necessarily the on-the-nose um, messaging of the graffiti and stuff and the mm-hmm. symbolism, but um, th- there was a few shots earlier on that evoked. Silent Hill 2 wasn't didn't have the Resident Evil thing of pre-rendered backgrounds, mm. but I thought like there was something about the visuals here that kind of was evoking that, even though mm. they are going for this PS5-powered, almost photorealistic style. They were kind mm. of meshing that quite well. There was something about the atmosphere I liked, so I'm not fully down on it, but yeah, as a gameplay show-off, I can see why people are going, ooh, this is yeah, missing the mark. I'm not writing it off, but they're already fighting an uphill battle, and this, yeah. is, not, this is not helping. I think it's it's a, a shame, or it's a bad thing, or whatever, when the main reason to check out your game is morbid curiosity. Like, at this point, it's just like, well, I guess I might as well yeah. see what yeah. state this thing's in. Um, and, like, yeah, you'll have a mix of, the obviously, the, the hardcore fans, people who have been championing the, the idea of a remake for years at this point, and um, just being like, well, I might as well see. I, yeah. I don't, I'd be very curious if no one played Silent Hill at all, um, you know, if this is the thing that got them in. I still think it's weird leading with part two anyway, um, after this long. I know that they kind of remade Silent Hill 1 on like the Wii or whatever, they did that whole thing with Sam Barlow. But um, still, it was a, an interesting look at a game that's uh, been quite divisive so far. Um, go on. Before you move on, I just yeah. want to ask, like, what do you think of the Silent Hill approach overall? Because we got the uh, the drop of Silent Hill, the short message last night yeah. as well, which I haven't played. The Silent Hill F, that's still in development. I think those games are connected. Mm-hmm. And then we had that um, weird uh, sort of 
Netflix Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Oh my experience. god, yeah. that is yeah. that's the one that there's, uh, there's Townfall as well. Townfall yeah. being made as well. As well because <laughs> they did about, they did put a little statement out last night. I mean, obviously we knew this is what they're doing anyway, mm. but they put a proper statement out last night saying like the um, the short message, silent yes. message, whatever. Short it's, message. Yeah. Short message is part of an overall revival project for Silent Hill. So like yeah. they're going for it. Uh, the important part about that message is that it's like this is the first entry in the revival of Silent Hill. So mm. they've already gone. So Ascension didn't happen. Guys. <laughs> Don't worry about that. That's like, actually a really completely good point. Yeah. It. They've gone buy your it's trauma T-shirts, but the game doesn't exist. Oh my like, yeah. god! They needed out of it. Remember the uh, it's trauma stickers? You yeah, can you can get a T-shirt. It's trauma. You can buy a T-shirt from the Konami. Oh not to god. plug the Konami merchandise store. <laughs> uh, selling Ascension merchandise, even though the oh, game bomb. Completely missed that when I was off last year. You didn't, didn't miss much. Know. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, that whole that, yeah that whole just to quickly cover it that Sound Hill Ascension. It was like a, a live well a, an attempt at telling a live story where people could have agency in the way the story went, and then you could pay for different, essentially like a super chat type thing where you could pay for stickers and ways to get on the chat and one of them was an It's Trauma sticker. Crazy. Um, which at this point is mostly associated with the direction like of Sound every day was a new controversy. Well, yeah. Is it written by AI? Why is this man coming out of a bush talking about jam? You know? <laughs> <laughs> the jam scene. It, it was definitely jam. a thing. Yeah. Oh, you, you've got so much, to see. So much yeah. to see. It was such a weird thing. When we get thing. back downstairs. But still, um, yeah, their overall approach to it. The thing is, when they did the live stream, uh, that was just last year when they did that live stream, they looked very, very nice. It was well produced and they said, look, it was, yeah. You know, we're doing all these Sound Hill projects. They showed off Sound Hill F. 2022. Yeah. 2022. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and they said, yeah, Sound Hill F, which used to be like Project Sakura or whatever it's called. And then um, they, they've got in, is it uh, Rikushio 06, who's like a known sort mm -hmm. of Japanese auteur. And it's like, that's a really cool. Like you're doing really, really well by the IP. And it's been a long time coming. So I'm still like, until we see the final products for each thing, like I'm still kind of cautiously optimistic, but it seems like a very scattered approach. However, that can be potentially its biggest strength because I don't want you following a really strict brand yes. Bible for this thing. Yeah, yeah. And I want it to feel like you gave this IP to various different people to see what they would do with it. Like, yeah. Silent Hill is a very malleable IP. I'm still, like, I mentioned the San Barlow games before. I wish they were more widely available. Um, obviously, they worked because of the tech where the characters could literally ring you on a phone through the Wii remote and then you would talk to them. And it's like, <laughs> that's a really, the really cool idea is there that, like, that general ethos of that general idea of the Silent Hill IP being malleable, I hope that comes through regardless. People have said this previously, uh, smarter people than I, but I agree with them when they say that I... I want Silent Hill to be more than iconography because mm. I've seen a lot of games go down that route. To me, my beloved Fallout, even now under Bethesda, is kind of more iconography than it is story. Yeah. Like you get mm. the Vault Boy, you get the Brotherhood of Steel, but there's no real development. There's no real reason for them to be there in some cases yeah. outside of just brand recognition. And that's what I worry when I see Silent Hill 2. I see the nurses, I see Pyramid Head, and mm -hmm. I, I just hope that you can get the soul of what those characters, those designs, that world meant and not just kind of have them in there because, hey, people remember those things and they're memorable. We'll keep bringing them back. Yes. Yeah. The beauty of like those first games were that, you know, like one and three were quite deeply connected. But like you said, you know, every time you got a version of Silent Hill, it was slightly different. It had like a slightly different meaning. There was a there was an individual stamp on yeah. it. And I don't want to lose that. I no. think that is the intention like they stated in that statement um <laughs> and i also haven't played short message but i've heard a lot of people say that it does feel like silent hill but also completely fresh there's a lot of mobile phone usage it's about cyber bullying i yeah. think they mentioned the pandemic and stuff like that so it's doing a lot of its That's own thing cool. even though it's kind of like a hey guys pt we did it's, it yeah, yeah. Ten years uh, later. it is doing sort of some new stuff and mm. i've seen yeah different kind of reviews on it so far but it seems like a 
finally a good step forward. Yeah, this. that's the thing. It's like Silent Hill 2 is the only one of these steps forward that's stumbling a bit. Like the, the Silent Hill F stuff conceptually looks really, really solid. Like the um, short message looks awesome enough and it, ha- it can channel PT a little bit. It's not like, the only. I mean, ascent- we just talked about Ascension. That was not a good step forward. That's where we're leaving that behind. It's, I, mean, um, <laughs> they, they, I did a, a long video on this last year, but they've done the same thing now they did back in the day with Konami where they take Silent Hill and they just give it to small studios, which is great in mm. theory, but when it all falls apart, mm. those studios kind of take the blame for it. And, yeah. like and they've done the same thing this time. Silent Hill F is made by Neobards, who are a very small studio at the time mm. and have never made like a single player narrative focused game. So I have reasons to be concerned. Hopefully yeah. they'd smash out the park. That mm-hmm. would be great. Um, but it's just, it's a weird state to be in. Yeah, it's also just to round it out in terms of like where Silent Hill 2 kind of sits and the idea of it just becoming iconography. I forget the name of the dude who did design Pyramid Head, but he tweeted last year saying, I wish I never invented Pyramid Head <laughs> yeah. because it's just everywhere at yeah. this point. And that's when you think of Silent Hill 2, it just is immediately that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully there's way more to it. Yeah, let's talk about Rise of the Ronin. Um, something that I was really psyched for this, um, but actually watching it in motion put me off entirely. Like I might still get it for the lols because I like the idea of the game but as soon as I watched it in motion the, as soon as you did the grapple hook thing went into the glide and the way the combat looked and the hood design and the animation and everything I was like this actually looks really bad I've had a strange roller coaster ride with this game because when I first saw it I, I thought it looked a bit it looked a bit wonky it looked a bit yeah. like not as not as if it was fully realizing its potential. And mm. then I kind of turned around on it, watched a few more trailers and went back to it and thought, maybe it's not going to be as bad as that. You know, it, uh, maybe it was being a bit harsh. And then I watched the <laughs> gameplay demo from the state of play and thought, no, I was right the first time. <laughs> this looks um, undercooked in a lot yeah. of ways. It looks quite fun. But I think in a world that already has games like War Long Fallen Dynasty, which, you know, it does similar things in terms of the combat and the movement system. And then, of course, you've got Sekiro, you've got Ghost of Tsushima mm. outclassing, at least in terms of visuals and animation and stuff like that, what this seems to be bringing to the table. I just, I feel like I've played this game before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the question for me is what does it do different from these other games? What are, you, mm. what are you bringing to the table that we haven't seen before? And I rewatched a bit of that footage this morning. And I'll give you one guess what the majority of the YouTube comments are. Yeah. Ah, oh, Sekiro of Shushima. <laughs> Everybody's making the same, like, yep, it's just, uh, oh, these games had a baby and ungraceful. Yeah. The thing is. is, like, I used to love the uh, Way of the Samurai series. Like, shout out to Way of the Samurai 2. And, like, there's a way, because that was a really, like, quite low budget series, but its heart was in the right place. It had so much good fun uh, writing and so many different choices that you could make about this, like, which version of a samurai do you want to be to these different villages and everything. I love that stuff on the PS2. There's a way to do a throw back, you know, game like that and not necessarily worry about animation fidelity and just have fun with the responsiveness of it. But it just didn't look that convincing on the in the footage. Like there's one bit when the dude has like a shotgun or a rifle or something and the, the reticle is like the size of the screen. Yeah. And I was like, that specifically reminds me of like Alpha Protocol. And it's like the whole thing kind of reminded me of that era of like and it's not necessarily a bad it's a not a it's not a bad era, but it reminded me of games like Alpha Protocol or Red Dead Revolver or whatever, which were games in progress of a certain goal that was then hit in the sequel or hit later down the line from that studio. Um, and I still love those games like I love Alpha Protocol and I wish they would remake it but it's an era of gaming that you can target but it has to have a charm to pull you through Yeah. and I just I yeah I guess I wonder in terms of all that kind of weird junk and the way it all seemed like it was stitching together whether a level of charm comes through not to steal a game that is uh, coming up in this discussion soon but going into the state of play if you asked me between Stellar Blade and Rise of Ronin which one was I more looking mm. forward to I'd have mm. said Rise of Ronin coming out with a show it's 
night and day between the two. <laughs> Stellar Blade yeah. is up there. Rise yeah. of Ronin is down there. I just, yeah, it wasn't a convincing trailer. I'd still be interested in checking it out, but because it does look so much like games we've already played mm. and games we frankly played years ago, you know, yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah. that's not always a bad thing, but that recency is still in mind. All that trailer did for me was when the combat showed the character switching stances, I just thought, I'd like to go back to Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. I'd like to play the director's code of that. I've not yeah. played it since the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. So, you know, jobs are good in that front, Sony. You've yeah, stealthily yeah. promoted your first party games while promoting our third party ones. That was what I kind of thought of as well, because then especially you're reminded of how good Tsushima's animation and fluidity and the general combat and everything is. But speaking of Stellar Blade, and um, we can transition into that. Um, I didn't realize that game's published by Sony. Like that it, I mean, it's mm. going to be an exclusive, maybe it's a timed one, um, but we've got a release date. It's coming towards the end of April. Um, and that's something that like, I remember like when the first trailer came out, I was like, cool, potentially cool. Like I'm a huge anime fan. I love the, the look of the general um, aesthetic and the combat and everything. But then seeing the big open world I was like sweet like if you've done like a near automata style open world where it's quite yeah. barren but you're checking in at different populaces and taking missions and whatever but then the combat is so slick it's like I'm totally there for all that like I thought that um, game demoed extremely well like didn't come across um, you know it came across with a lot of confidence and it's like that, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a day one for that although I will have a child by then you so will child over there for a bit that'll be I've the first a... game your child sees probably <laughs> imprinted directly just into their brain. vision yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gotta be done what but, do you um, think of this side yeah. yes sort of so what you just kind of said before I didn't come in with a lot of expectation for this game but they really you said confidence really bowled me over with it it mm. seems like they really know what it is even if it is easy to go ah near also <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah which is sitting on my shelf unplayed and has been for years oh, I good. just keep forgetting you know, I should get around to it so but long, now this but is going to come along and it's probably going to have to wait a little bit longer <laughs> uh, yeah didn't expect it to be coming so soon good for Sony obviously mm. they needed some titles like that tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. They do need like a general, yeah, like a bigger slate. Like I think going into the sure. state of play, it was very like, what the hell have you guys even got for the rest of the year? Yeah. Um, but now they do have this in April, and then um, we're going to get to Death Stranding and Kojima stuff um, for the future. But um, my, Stella, oh, my on. only concern I was just going to yeah. say is towards the end of the trade, you get, obviously get a lot of focus on boss fights. Mm. I'm sitting there, I'm kind of being like, is this going to wind up being like a Souls like? Yeah. Is this, this going <laughs> no! yeah, to just be loads of parries? Because then I'm <laughs> out. I'm going to spend seventy. Dollars on a the camera, know. the camera floating around Eve. I'm there. The camera behind her shoulder against the boss. I'm like, out. Yeah, I was I'm like, out again. Mm, no, seventy pound coaster. This is gonna wind up in my hands. <laughs> not be more different. I saw that first parody. Parody. Saw that first parry and just thought, I'm so in. Oh, this oh, is so on so it. Out. <laughs> with a parry. It's funny. I completely forgot about Stella Blade. Um, in the run up to this. 
um, showcase, mm. well, state of play. And then when we did, you know, like what was leaked previously in the run up to the the, the sort of announcements, mm-hmm. um, everyone in the comments was saying Stellar Blade, Stellar Blade. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see more Stellar Blade. And mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, like, what? What is yeah. this? Why is everyone so hyped about it? Now I kind of understand because it does seem so much bigger than I was anticipating yeah. it to be mm-hmm. in terms of its scale and in terms of its impact. It coming in April, I think, is a huge win. It gives you know PlayStation Five fans something to look forward to. That mm-hmm. mixture of storytelling, open world, and graphical fidelity alongside that like really fast paced blistering combat. I'm really excited to play it. And mm-hmm. those comparisons to Neo Automata, um, I actually, before it, it was revealed to be Stellar Blade, I thought, is this some kind of Neo spin-off? I thought, right. is it even set in the same world? Is mm-hmm. there something adjacent to it? And mm-hmm. anything that reminds me of Neo Automata, I'm absolutely a fan of. Yeah, it's, I, watching the gameplay for it, I was like, I'm going to do everything in this game. Like, unless there's a bunch of really repeaty, grindy stuff. I just love the the mesh of, like, the, the environments and the combat and, like, the mission design, how it seems to come across and um, big over-the-top bosses and really, really fun chunks combat like yeah, it's it i like gameplay forward stuff mm. and uh, it just yeah. looks awesome let's talk about kojima stuff and we can roll these together but we've got death stranding 2 and kojima's new metal gear which is called fizzant by the looks of the name for Lovely it stuff and what's that name josh i don't know what's what's, what's he doing kojima puts out <laughs> i don't know i don't know but i like it let's do uh, one thing at a time i got i was going to roll them together just because it's kojima madness but death stranding 2 was shown off first and um, in one of the most impressive trailers in quite some time like lots of cutscene stuff but a nice mix of gameplay as well um and i just i like the death stranding to On the Beach. The name was right that leaked. It was just Amazing. On the Beach. Um, everything that leaked for that, um, you know, looks very, very, pr- was shown for that, sorry, looks very promising. And I like that it's just taken off from where Death Stranding 1 stopped, where it's like at the very end of Death Stranding 1, we get some ridiculous apocalyptic imagery, the whole everything fractures, reality is broken, whatever it is. But you can save the world with a hug. And then after there is now where we are and everything's just all over the place. And there's a talking puppet and Troy Baker's back is like a sort of 80s glam rock joker yeah, with an electric guitar, like a yeah. literal electric, yeah. It's an axe as well, which I didn't realize till this morning. Si, I yeah. know what this guy thinks about Death Stranded and particularly the ending. <laughs> Only but the where story. Do you even yeah. fit on the franchise? Because I feel like sometimes we're in a bubble where we just like talk about this game like the best thing ever made, and it is. But I don't know how this, how a trailer like this, which is so mad and so expects you to already be invested in the world, even hits for other people. Mm. Yes, that's the thing. Where do I fit on the franchise? I don't. Ah, I haven't okay. played it, and I'm not going to play it. I'm not interested. And Death Stranding 2, I won't be playing that because I haven't played the first one. You part. might love it. Sense. I won't love it. <laughs> I won't love it. It's, I, do you want to deliver packages for 80 hours? Not really, no. While Kojima sort of like mumbles out a story at me. And the story's terrible. A- it's just Absolute that it's, nonsense. It's well, it's fun um, to play. I, I just like, I've got nothing. <laughs> Literally just like, I was watching the state of play like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And afterwards my face, you know, smoothed off mozzarella, like mm, <laughs> no expressions for you, Kojima. Just, I was like, oh, this is the rest of the state of play. Yeah. Just, I think at this, okay, at this point. Stop. I'm not acknowledging her anymore. <laughs> this is a video between you and I now. Which is kind of the way the franchise has gone. I remember when Stranding came out in 2019 and um, obviously the marketing was incredible. It was Kojima's next game. Sony got behind it and everything, but it did fall out out of the top 40 after the cross like two weeks. I don't even think it got to number one initially anyway. Um, and I feel like the general response to Death Stranding or the general response to Kojima is this room right now. And um, like you have the hardcore fans, you have someone who's like, oh my God, I just, I can't. I do appreciate how just like hard into the Zen yeah. state. Like I fully committed to like someone with gloves or like hands on their <laughs> shoulders. Was I was like, this is just, <laughs> okay, sure. That's the thing. And yeah. the little puppet, Alan Wake looking dude, the animation yes. on that, superb. It's in like six 
frames a second. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I can get the appeal. It just for me, I would just like have no reaction to play. Yeah, it would yeah. do nothing for me. Here, I think so. where Kojima's at in his career, like obviously, like he was a big old uh, auteur across Konami. The, the Sony years with Konami broke away. Sony was like, here's a blank check, do another franchise. And I always think they secretly wanted another Metal Gear, but he was like, I'm going to do a, a sort of fetch quest simulator with all these weird ghosts, <laughs> and you actually make poop grenades and everything. And so they did all that, and then now finally Herman Holst was like, I've convinced him to do another Metal Gear, but he's still got all that, like, just get all my ideas out there for yeah. Death Stranding, and I think that now Kojima, or at least in, within his own mind, and you can argue this, is up there with the, the Lynches of the world, or the, the Sam Lakes, like, to make a more gaming medium comparison, where you know what a Kojima game is, and there's a tone to it, and it's very experimental, and it's more about the feeling you get watching that imagery, or whatever, than it all making literal sense. Uh, he said that when he was developing Metal Gear Solid Five that he's not bothered about make, things making perfect sense, he just wants to take you on a ride now. And I think there's two sides to that, because it can just be nonsense, like the end of Death Stranding, but um, he's steering the hell into that for Death Stranding 2, and I think because he's because you know that going in, yeah. as opposed to trying to answer a mystery, which is where, to me, Death Stranding 1 fell down, because it was 80 hours of getting to an answer that was incredibly unsatisfying um, to me. Once you go into Death Stranding 2 and they're leading with, like I said, weird zombie Joker, uh, Troy Baker, <laughs> I'm, I'm all in with right, that. Like, right. it's fine. You're leading with the, the insane stuff. Yeah, I mean, the reason I kind of wanted to even be on this video at all was to <laughs> say you were wrong and I was right. I don't think that's true. No, honestly, for about... When did, when did Death Stranding 1 come out? 2019, 2019 and 2019? Yeah. For nearly five years now, right? Yeah, You've yeah. been saying on podcasts and videos when Death Stranding gets brought up that you always thought, like you were saying there, that uh, Sony wanted a new Metal Gear from Kojima. And I kept saying, no, they wouldn't have. Like, I'm sure they would have <laughs> wanted a blockbuster, but they don't want him to just do Metal Gear again. I'm sure they're happy with him taking chances on new IPs and stuff. And then five years later, they came out and announced that, yeah, we're doing a new Metal Gear, more or less. <laughs> yes, stealth I love, espionage action. Yeah, uh, like, Herman House being like, my favourite genre yeah. action <laughs> espionage. I'm like, ah. And you know what, Scott? I am, I'm, I'm, I'm big enough to say it. You were absolutely spot Thank on you. with that. That was an astute um, thought. It was. I just always, that was always the thing, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it could have gone either way. I like the fact that it's a new IP. I'm glad they didn't. Um, they could have negotiated with Konami. I'm sure eventually right. Konami would have caved. They could have done another Metal Gear. There's still rumors out there that they are doing. Konami's doing another Metal Gear, and um, with the remaining, you know, part of whoever worked with Kojima in the past. But um, yeah, if you're snatching up Hideo Kojima, the Metal Gear man, uh, they're not going to do a new Zone of the Enders, so no. or a Snatcher, <laughs> much as I love oh, them to. Man. I know, but uh, but still, like, you know, that's. To me, that was always why they got him. I think he needed to just ex excise his creative muscles for a bit, exercise them, and then now do more fizzant. What I love about this is, I didn't even talk about Death Stranding 2. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved every <laughs> single second of it. I, I, the tease about baby Lou being like dead. What's happening with Lou? I need to know. Yeah. I can't wait a year and a bit to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, what was I saying? Yeah, the, um, the, the Metal Gear that they've got Kojima on now. Mm -hmm. I still don't even think that's going to be what Sony wants. I think it's Me. going to be like, I keep making this reference, but it seems quite apt. When uh, Showtime got David Lynch and Mark Frost back to make Twin Peaks Season 3, they thought it was going to be a big hit, uh -huh. and it came back with like the weirdest thing ever. That yeah. was Twin Peaks and Name, but everyone, most of the general audience was like, what is this? Just the way he was talking about blending like live action with... Uh, gaming mechanics, and that can, of course, be done well. Alan Wake 2 was 
my, one of my favorite mm. games of last year. But, you know, I think Sony might be going into it thinking, we want another Metal Gear 5, yeah. and he's going to give them an Alan Wake 2, which I think is better, but I'm going to be interested well, to they, see how it shakes out because I laughed so much when the shot pulled out and it was actually in the Sony Pictures yeah. lot. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Well, they've said it's going to be this whole cross-media approach. They want to do games, movies, TV shows, and music and everything, which, like, Kojima's been approaching that across, like, Death Stranding. Like, there's loads of uh, low-raw stuff in there, um, almost like it was, like, a collaboration thing. Um, and, yeah, he's wanted to make a movie since the beginning of his gaming career. He uh, said he grew up watching movies with his dad, and he got into games because he couldn't get into movies, um, and then kind of, like, helped revolutionize what games can be by injecting so much cinematics into them. So, like, now that he's able to do everything, like, it is a bigger blank check than ever, assumedly. Um, either that goes even more off the rails down that route that Metal Gear Solid 5 and Death Stranding were taken, or he has to answer to more producers who rein him in a little bit. Mm. Because to me, um, I was looking at the name of the dude that eventually left, who used to be one of his co-writers. It was Kenji Yano, or Yano. Um, over the years, who used to be one of his sort of uh, co-writers over the years that wasn't on Death Stranding. And I think it's interesting looking at the wider group of people who work with him over the years and how increasingly off the rails Metal Gear got, the more some people left those projects um, and the more they were given into him. And it, you can argue in art whether you want completely unrestrained creative freedom. Um, I do for the most part, but then I reserve the right to critique whatever comes out the other end of it. Oh, yeah. And oh. It's, um, but still, you know, that, that is that question on, you know, a Hideo Kojima game is hundreds of people more than him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting seeing that over the years because it's like oh we'll just it's like the the Kevin Feige or the uh, the James Gunn thing in Marvel and DC it's oh one person can do everything it's like they can't and like I'm curious that like, given him that much control what that ends up looking like now, across multiple mediums he's been let off the leash as well yeah like, what's it yeah. gonna happen when you say the producers come in and be like mm, not so sure about mm. that now that he's had his fresh air and gone run, running a mop he's, <laughs> he's had taken a taste himself of, out a little bit yeah. a, you know but he's had a taste of freedom you know yeah. what I mean they're gonna try and put him back in a box a little bit mm-hmm. be really interesting to see well, I mean, what the, happens with the relationships between him and some of the people at Sony because it might not go well if totally. they're like we need this and he's like no 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 poop grenades you know so. that's the thing and it's like the reason that he ended up falling out with Konami it was a specific dude's name who I don't know off the top of my head who he did have a big falling out with at the top of Konami and it reportedly was to do with budgets towards Metal Gear mm-hmm. and at some point they just had to say no we've given you this much you have to ship something um, which is why that game ship with its ending not even on the disc it's on a special edition version of the game so um, yeah I'm curious how far that stuff goes I, I imagine this going forward it'll play like the DL, the director's cut stuff that's in Death Stranding yeah. where it's like that's a mix of Metal Gear and Death Stranding yeah right. I think this one's I think it, this situation is is slightly different just because this time around uh, Kojima has Kojima Productions right and yeah mm. they're right. working with Sony sure. and they're probably going to get some you know money to help development they're certainly going to get resources they're still using the Decimer engine for at least um, Death Stranding 2 mm-hmm. so there are of course going to be producers around but I wonder how beholden he'll even be to them because mm. he's not a first party it's not mm. like Naughty Dog where there's this direct relationship you know yeah. it's it's pretty much just like them working with Square Enix and yeah, I can't imagine yeah. they were you know really hands yeah, on with point. Square Enix and stuff I could be entirely wrong but I think by now you know they, they're probably hoping for a Metal Gear but they know he's done Death Stranding they know what he's about <laughs> Come on, everyone knows what he's about. I just think, yeah, I think if it was a first party situation, I would probably be more on board with Mm. the idea of people kind of interfering and making it more of a mainstream thing. But I think he's maintained Kojima Productions as a separate entity for a reason because it means he gets to make these things with these partners, but it also means he gets to, you know, keep being mad and then work with Xbox (laughs) for something like OD, you know, keep his options open. That said, you know, you were talking about... um, the Death Stranding director's cut. Mm. The one thing I didn't like about Death Stranding 2 was where you saw the room full of guns. That franchise really? needs less guns, if anything, no! I think. Nah, 
man. You don't need the the the, the combat parts of Death Stranding one were the worst parts. You know, like the, like the absolute worst parts. The Have best you seen the parts ending? were walking around. That's why it's the worst. What do you mean? What do you mean the ending? The end. Oh well, we did we did this back in twenty nineteen. Oh, the, yeah, you mean the, you, the you ending of the game? That, no, fair enough, the fair last yeah, two yeah. hour cutscene. Yeah, oh yeah. god. All that stuff is what I would have as the worst thing. The um, Yeah, him trying to walk the line, though, I guess, where he's at, you need to try and do a bit of both. Do a bit of Metal Gear, do a bit of the off-the-leash stuff um, that he started to tease with Death Stranding. But we'll see how such a ridiculous endeavour comes together. Busy man right now. Death Stranding 2, OD, and Fizzent, did he say? <laughs> yeah, Fizzent. Fizzent. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.